here in the National Archives. These founders saw themselves as men of faith and used what they learned in God's word to help them form their new nation's law and government. So I like to say, it's not that we established a Christian country, but without Christian values, we would never establish this kind of country. We are shaped by the Bible. Outside the National Constitution Center in Philadelphia, historian Peter Lilback showed me phrase by phrase how the preamble of the Constitution reflects these biblical values. It begins by saying, we the people of the United States uh, come together to make a more perfect union. They want to be one, they know they can't be perfect. That's a biblical idea. We're trying to get better. We're, we can progress. Then establish justice. Lilback quotes Micah 6.8. The Lord has shown you what he requires of you, O man, that you would do justice and love mercy. Justice is a biblical concern. Ensure domestic tranquility. Paul will say in Romans chapter 12, as much as lies within me, I will live at peace with all men. Provide for the common defense. So we know that one of the great principles of God's law is to defend the orphan and the widow. Promote the general welfare. We should do to good to all men, especially to those of the household of faith. And secure the blessings of liberty. I always like to say that the word blessing is a word you don't hear atheists using. The very nature of blessing is something that's being given to us from God. And liberty is something that God has blessed us with. And then the Constitution lays out our legislative and judicial and executive branches of government. And all three reflect different aspects of God himself that are shown in the Bible. In Isaiah 33:22, where it talks about how our God is a God who's a lawgiver. He is, in fact, a judge. He is also a king or a ruler. Again, derivative of God's very word, God's very nature. Lilback sums up what the Bible did for America through our founders. By learning from his word, we gain wisdom, and that wisdom creates, if you will, the longest continuously used constitution on the face of the earth. And September 17, 2020, marks the 233rd birthday of that historic freedom-guaranteeing document. Well, God bless you. Welcome to Prophetic Whispers, and I'm excited to share with you today on uh, election updates, where we stand. Uh, my daughter and I, uh, we had a discussion last night. I put it on Facebook Live, and I, so I'm going to pre-record it. I pre-recorded to share it with you in case you missed it um, uh, on the election, on where we stand, the Constitution, the beautiful Constitution that uh, uh, guarantees and protects our freedoms from, from tyranny and, and from government. And, um, you know, in, the, in the, the, the opening uh, line where he says that uh, atheists don't use the word blessing because that means that you are the recipient from God regarding something, a greater gives to the lesser. And um, they don't like the fact that we believe and we know that our, that our rights come from God and man cannot take them away from us. They, they hate that. And so you've, you've been seen over and over again, the tyranny, the overreach, the, uh, the coronavirus uh, restrictions, the, um, the, uh, the attack on our faith as believers, you know, all these type of things. You see that, that this is an attack on our Constitution. Why? Because the Constitution is the protector of what God has given you. And we have to stand up. So I'm, we're going to have this discussion today on Prophetic Whispers with my daughter, uh, Desiree Almaraz. And she is a, um, an historian. Um, in fact, she studied at, uh, 
at one of our Ivy League schools here uh, on the West Coast called Whittier College, a very prestigious teaching college, and um, graduate with very high honors. And um, and she's going to be talking to you and I regarding, in our discussion, we're going to be discussing where we stand, the Constitution, the, the, the Safe Harbor dates, you know, meaning um, uh, December 8th, uh, is an important date normally, and uh, December, I believe it's 18th, is another date that's very important on why, you know, on uh, certifying the the votes, etc. And then uh, January, I believe January 6th is another very important date, but the only date in the Constitution is the 20th, which, which is when they inaugurate the president. In, in other words, that when there's fraud, when there is insecurity in the le- the election, guess what? Those dates go out the window so that we can get to the bottom. It's a beautiful thing. So um, hold on to your hats. Listen in. It's not over. We're in the phase of discovery. Um, so uh, the Constitution is an amazing document. The more I've read it, the more I've looked into it, it's an amazing document to protect your rights from this type of hostile takeover of our liberties, our rights, and our religious freedom to worship and serve God. So listen in, my uh, my daughter Desri and I in discussion last night. Hey, God bless everybody out there. I know some of you are barely getting signals or, yeah, my daughter just got her signal, which means that she follows me. Huh. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to sip our coffee. We just want to have a really casual discussion with you today um, on where we are as a nation and um, what is the, the beautiful wisdom of our Constitution. How, again, it's based on, you know, fundamental righteousness and justice. What is justice? And, and we're getting back down to there. So we're going to look at we're going to look at where we are as a country, where we are in our election, uh, what's our Christian duty at this point? What should we be doing? Should we be freaking out? Should we be? Uh, should we just throw our hands up in the air? Should we not care um, about what's going on? Uh, and, and again, this is this is uh, a discussion that we're going to have. Um, you know, my my daughter's credentials as as a his, history teacher, history major um, from one of our Ivy League schools out here, and. Um, and her constitutional uh, structure that she she's going to break down for you on where we're at because again people are so so concerned about certain things especially you know we got to hurry up uh, December eighth is coming on us we got to get it all done you know January you know January January uh, was it fifth fifth or sixth you know we got to get all this stuff done and so we're going to break this down for you and I I, I entitled this you know the uh, our beautiful constitution, okay, our beautiful constitution, and you're going to see the word of God flow from the wisdom that comes out of it as we get this. How you doing, Javier? God bless you, my brother. And so, uh, again, we're going to be talking about uh, where we're at as a nation, where we are as as a church, uh, especially in the elect. In, in the electoral process, we're going to get some more understanding on that. And um, again, I want to start off with the foundational scripture, and then we're going to talk about the Constitution. We're going to talk about 
the law and, and you know, democracy. What is real democracy? What is our democracy? Okay, you hear that all the time, you know, um, especially with all the fraudulent stuff that's gone down. Uh, we're going to look at that also, uh, what they found in Georgia, what they found in, you know, all the irregularities that took place. Um, why is that a constitutional issue and not just a mob issue? Okay, we're going to look at those things. So, you know, when you hear people say these things, you know, um, that, you know, well, well, just get over it, just move on, you know, just, just let this thing go. You know, that's what, no, no. If there's fraudulent voting, there's a process for this, and this is what we're going through right now. So we're going to discuss this also. And so as a, as a Christian, as a Christian, okay, um, as a minister of the gospel, we look for justice and righteousness, okay? We are into justice and righteousness. This is what uh, Psalms 89.14 says, okay, that we are, that, that it is the foundations of the throne of God is justice and and righteousness and so when we start looking at some of the things that took place in the election the irregularities as they're now being discovered all the eyewitnesses all the things that are coming out um, now you see why things are in court now you understand why they're fighting they're fighting for righteousness and justice and so this is this is a, a major issue a major issue especially in the church as many in the church have um, voted for the opposite side of of uh, the coin and that that's their right okay that's their absolute right okay but it doesn't mean that they're right you know based on the the uh, what we would call the uh, the right ticket the things that check the box of Christian faith okay and again I want to share this with you so you understand okay um, the word Christian or the name Christian was given to was given to the church, okay? The original name of a Christian was called people of the way, okay? Paul was always killing the people of the way. So the Antichrist message was against people that walked a different way, okay? It was the culture that called the people of the way Christians because they were following Christ, okay? So just because you go to a church and, they, and the culture calls you a Christian because you go to a building doesn't mean doesn't mean that you believe all the right things because you have to follow him in order to follow the way. So we Christians should be following a way, not just a bunch of information. Just because we go into a building doesn't mean that we are on the way. Okay, if you understand Paul, when Paul was on the road to Damascus, he was on one way, and when he fell on the ground, got redistributed, he got put on another way called Straight Street. And we were looking at straight street. We're looking at righteousness and justice. And this is the beauty of our Constitution. And um, we're going to be talking about that today. I told my daughter uh, this weekend, okay, I got you Sunday night. I'll cook dinner for you. So we're going to come in and update everybody, especially the church, especially young Christians, especially uh, those that, that haven't taken a civics class, okay, and learn, you know, the process of government and learn that when something is cocked, when something's not right, what do you do? Just oh, throw your hands up in the air, okay? This is—we're not throwing our hands up in the air. That's—that's that's the big difference of this whole this whole thing right now. Is that normally they say, "Oh, you lost, take home, go home." Try try in four years. No, no, no. We ain't doing that. We're fighting back, okay? We're fighting back. And so this is an important issue. This is an important issue. And so we're going to be looking at what we we are prophetically looking at in the next month. Okay, in the next 
month. So my daughter Desiree here, um, what, what is, um, when, when people start looking at the date of, of January, of December, December, December 8th, December 9th, when they uh, certify the, uh, um, when they certify the, the, the electors, um, what is that process? What is that found? How do, how do we get there? Um, so these are state processes. They're not the federal government. So every state, remember, and you can break it down by precincts. That's why you guys have specific voting areas. Well, normally, but with the pandemic this year, was a little bit different. <laughs> right? right? You could have gone virtually anywhere in L.A. County. You didn't have to go to your exact precinct, which was really different, um, at least here in California. Um, but you have precincts. So every, every precinct, so every polling place uh, certifies their votes, it's meaning they run their counts, they put them through, and then they certify X amount for this candidate, X amount for this candidate, X amount for this prop, and, and each precinct, so every polling place, so any place you can go and actively cast your vote, um, that, that gets certified. And then they do that at a regional level within your state, so all of Valley Counties comes in, plus the absentees, plus all of that, that gets certified. And again, they're kind of checking their boxes as they go through. And then your overall state, okay? And this is the, the, the coming December 8th, December 9th, depending on your state, um, certification. And what that is, is, is now the governor is signing off on, okay, these are our votes. Mind you, there's still certain states that aren't done counting, California being one of them. New York is having issues as well. Um, but these are states that they certify their votes, so then therefore, they, therefore they're, based on what their laws are, um, they can pick their electors. Right. Now, electors are individuals um, who are chosen by your state legislature, or if your state has voted for an outside committee to pick them, but usually the people in power or the party in power picks the electors. And the electors are the actual people who vote for the president, okay? So we cast our vote, right. but the elector casts the real vote. That's the electoral system. So we're telling our state to pick an elector who will technically cast the ballot the way the people want. But they don't technically have to. And that's a big thing a lot of people don't understand is the elector can come wow. in and wow. cast their vote. They're not held to the popular vote, although for the most part they cast that way, but there's been um, impasse, an elector just outright casting their vote the other way. It doesn't change the result, or it hadn't changed the result. But this is why uh, we have our laws and things set up is uh, we, we don't tech, this is why we don't have a popular vote. Um, it's all about winning electors. And the popular vote is supposed to let the state legislature know that that elector is responsible for casting the vote the way they, the, um, popular the, popular, the populace of your state. Um, but that, all they're doing is picking electors this week. And usually December 14th, 15th, 16th, just depending on day of the week, um, is when the electors will go and cast their vote. Yeah. Now, even if they cast their vote then, it's not certified yet, it's not done. 
um, come January 5th or 6th, they just like everything kind of said and done before what we call recess, when the session is out for Congress because, you know, we like things done before Christmas. Right. Uh, they're on the school schedule and they want to be home for Christmas. Um, and then January 6th, I believe it is this year, is when Congress reconvenes the special special session and that's when they will count the how the electors actually cast their ballots okay and when those electors that will be the the total but even then right. the only date within the constitution if you go look at article 2 section 3 1 section 3 or clause 3 where it gets into um the electoral college the only date that constitutionally is binding is January 20th and that's inauguration day. Absolutely. So, so, so we I, have time. We got. <laughs> see, so all these fraudulent things that are, that are in court right now, all these things. I mean, and they're moving fast. They are moving fast. Yeah. And what stops the electors and what catches the? I, don't forget, electors are people. These are people. Okay. Yeah. This is what's important to understand that they they still cannot certify fraud. And this is what they're going after. And this is why all the discoveries we have going on right now. So these dates, they're not binding. So the December 5th date's not in the Constitution. And so with there's irregularities. If there's problems, if there's fraud. That's why you have the process. If there's court, that's why you have the process. And this is why we as Christians, we pray for truth and we pray for righteousness. We pray. This is the foundation of our nation is to get down to righteousness and justice. And so as we move forward, okay, as we move forward in the next few weeks, you're going to see a lot of things. You know, uh, you, we have the time. We have the time of discovery. We have the time to look at all these mysterious um, um, suitcases that appeared and all the votes that were lost and all the shredded um, evidence that's coming out and the forensic uh, the forensic uh, results that are being uh, done right now in the Dominion machine. All those things are are coming to the surface at this point. And so we as a, we as Christians must pray. We must pray for righteousness. We must pray for protection. We must yeah. pray for for all these things. Okay, um, that that the Bible requires of us. Okay, and again, this is one thing. You know, you have a right to choose your president, and that's what makes America great. Yeah. Now, now, why don't we have mob rule? What is true democracy in the way that they, you know, because people people get this this whole you know this whole thing kind of confused that you know uh, mob rule, you know, yeah. go on the streets and hang them all and and and, and all this stuff. Uh, yeah, you don't you don't want to go back that way, um, but. Uh, Essentially, why you have the Electoral College um, established is, remember, you had, um, these are the framers. These are your your founding fathers who actually dealt with real tyrants mm -hmm. um, in the crown. And so um, the idea is, is when, um, if you if you look at someone like Thomas Jefferson, who, who virtually, um, what they wanted was these kind of, not loopholes, but they wanted to ensure that the that the Constitution, that the Republic, because remember we're ruled by law. We're not we're not a democracy in the sense of mob rule. We're ruled by law, um, and so so they in order to protect that. And, and and in all honesty, this is why if we we I, I agree with Robert, there is fraud. We we know there's fraud. There's always fraud. There's it is, but it's can it be proven? But these are. This is the safeguards that were put in 
to protect not people, but republic, to protect law. And so why you have the Electoral College, in essence, is back in the day, what made you eligible to vote was not, um, could you read? It wasn't an education. It was, do you own land and are you a white male? Um, and starting in a new country, uh, people were plopping down kind of anywhere. And if they claimed and owned that piece of land, they got to vote. And so what the, what the idea was is, remember, um, philosophers had said, uh, men are innately evil. And we can look right our nature. We have a sin nature to us. Right. And so in order to protect something that through the founding fathers, I truly believe God breathed this, this uh, government right, right. into existence, right? There's safeguards for that. There's protocol for that. And that's what the Electoral College is. Um, people don't really realize less than 10% or just about 10% of Germany um, elected Hitler. And look what he did because they didn't have protocols. And that was mob rule, oh, right? Wow. When you look at revolutions, Lenin, when you look at um, when you look at Mussolini, when you look at Fidel Castro and Mao, they came in off of popularity. There was no safeguard to stop what they were doing. The Electoral College is that safeguard when people are swayed by emotion, when people are swayed for lack of understanding, uh, when they're swayed uh, for a, a tickle in their ear, um, the, the elector, and that's what the electoral system is, it's for someone to really look at and check, mm-hmm. is this the right move to make? Let's look at everything as a whole. And like I said, for the most part in our country, we've always gone with how the people have voted, um, but there is that safeguard that's there. And so the Electoral College, again, is kind of, it was for the founders who were made up of lawyers and doctors and, and philosophers and yeah, inventors. They were these philanthropists that were well-rounded and educated. Um, this was their safeguard against this new nation of people who weren't educated, who weren't, um, who were very much so still um, about pitchforks in the mat, instead of what's going to make this country be lasting. Right. And so the Electoral College is there for that safeguard. And you can see it today. How many people um, only looked at the candidates for the person, but not for the party and the policies in which they represent? Right. So you voted because you thought Biden looked nice or you you really enjoyed Trump's orangey hair. Like, whatever the case may have been, that's what, oh, well, I didn't like that he said he said this today, so I didn't vote for him. It's it so much more than that. That voice is is voting. It's the policies. What are their stances on issues that mat- should matter to the church, should matter to you, should impact yep. the next ten, twenty years? Again, we. I mean, we're seeing some fiscal positivity right. impact from Trump, but in the next five to ten years, is what you're going to see the peace in the Middle East, the 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 moving the. Um, the- the embassy. Ambas- embassy, thank you, to Israel, uh, to Jerusalem, acknowledging that's going to be what we should have been looking at, and not necessarily the language, right? Um, looking at the lowest unemployment, so that, those are the impacts we're going to see, and that's how people should be voting. But because people vote, means of oh, they liked the way he spoke, or they didn't like the way he said this. That's what the electoral college is there to safeguard. Right, just like the word of God safeguards, right. it guards our hearts, right? It guards 
our minds. It's something renewal to us. That's what the the Constitution and the Electoral College is. Yeah, yeah and when and I'll tell you how powerful the Constitution is. And this is why this is why censoring and uh, is so dangerous because censoring goes against the First Amendment, and then they come in after your guns, your Second Amendment, which protects all the amendments, you know, from ty tyranny, that, that when they're coming after, you hear language like that, okay? It should scare the EBGBs out of you when they start saying, we need to get rid of the electoral, co electoral college, you know, we need to get rid of, uh, the, you know, we need to get rid of um, the court, the Supreme Court, we need to pack the Supreme Court, we need to, we need to do, th this should scare her because what they're really coming against, they're really coming against the things that protect you and I, because mm -hmm. don't forget, your rights and my rights were not given to us by government, they were given to us by God. They're inalienable rights. They're inalienable rights. Given. Absolutely. And, and this, and this, this infuriates, this infuriates um, the left because they, their, their religion is their politics. Their religion is their politics and the result of their politics is power to them and tyranny over you. And so this is why we must protect. And this is why, again, uh, you know, some people wanted Trump. I, I voted for Trump. I've always voted for Trump for my personal reasons. However, however, Okay, the result, it wasn't because I liked his personality. It was because of the things he was saying, protect our, our borders to um, greater employment, greater opportunities, you know, our freedoms, all those things because they were constitutional. So again, and it secured the future of my grandchildren. I'm concerned about my grandchildren. Will they be able to go? Will they be able to speak? I mean, just think about this. Okay, when you had the when you had censoring going on on you know on Twitter and on Facebook, many people don't know what's really going on because of the mainstream media shutting down and and really blocking information to get out, as if you as a Christian are afraid of the truth. Okay, you have I mean, censoring is so dangerous to the to the country because it's they're, they're saying you can't handle the truth. Therefore, you can't hear it. Okay, we'll make decisions for you. There was a speech by uh, Barack Hussein Obama back in 2008 that says the average person is not smart enough to run their own affairs. Give it to us. They need to be ran by the elite. He, they're not smart enough. Okay, he wouldn't say that in America. He was overseas and he said that. Okay, he was talking about globalism. Okay. Again, some of these things, because you don't hear it and the mainstream media won't push it out there, everything's a conspiracy theory. However, do your research. It's out there. The information's there of how they really think and what they think of you. They don't think those of you, us that work and, and put our hands to the power, those of us that are preachers and teachers and things like that, oh, we're just, we're, we're just simpletons. We have no, we have no uh, voice in this thing, so censor them. They don't need to know this information. They, they can't handle it. We'll do that for them. Okay, so again, when we start looking at where we are at in our um, in our election today, where we are as a country, uh, will you know will uh, who's going to win the presidency? This is why the Constitution is so powerful. It stops all the garbage. It stops all the stuff. Regardless of who you vote for, you should not you should not want any fraudulent um, um, stuff in your elections. Though the whether it's the Dominion, the Dominion system, I mean, there's some stuff going on. Again, you got to get off NBC, CNN. It's it's like going to church and hearing a bad preacher. 
Okay, that's if you keep going to listen to the same old sermons all the time, there's no study. There's no I'm telling you, you keep listening to CNN. You keep listening to all these people. You know, Facebook has fact checkers and you found out who the fact checkers are. They're the ones <laughs> they're the ones that are, are just checking your opinion. They don't like your opinion on things. Yeah. And then they'll again, wising up time to wake up. This is the beauty of our Constitution. But getting getting back to yes. the vote, whether you voted Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Peace and Freedom, the Green Party, whatever you voted for. Amen, Roscoe. The the idea is this is not it's not about ensuring which candidate won, as about preserving what has made this country a superpower, what has made this country since the Roman Empire the the longest lasting stable government, right? Something that has been non-changed um, over the course, because again, we're ruled by law. We have we have checks and balances, separation of powers. We have um, independent regulatory commission stuff um, that, that keeps the sanctity of the government um, intact. And so as a person um, who is a, a citizen and a voter, you, you yourself, um, would want to know that your vote, your vote was validated. Whether your candidate won or not, you wouldn't want your candidate, if they won, to be marred, that the, the election was stolen or whatever, it was fraudulent. And then if your candidate lost, but maybe possibly won, right, you would want to ensure the, the security and the sanctity of our constitution, of, of what makes countries what makes all these immigrants want to come to this country the land of opportunity and freedom so more so than yeah did i would highly disengage from all news out not all news out but um what's scary about the censorship is it's not so much what they're keeping from you it's them telling you what you need to know right. and therefore them telling you you're not smart enough to make your own choices right. and you can't decipher what's truth and what's not true like the media has probably been the ultimate rigor of the election right. in the sense that they are on purpose giving info and on purpose not giving info and, and again it's up to the voter this is again the why you have the safeguard of an electoral college right because if you are uneducated and you're just in the mob mentality you didn't do the research the electors could technically go against whatever is written, whatever whatever people casted their. Amen, values, Roscoe. You're right. You know, so it's it's <clears throat> this is way more about the being open-minded, um, or not open-minded, open-eyed spiritually. This is about you getting in your word and buckling down. Because remember, we don't wrestle against the flesh, flesh and, and blood, blood, but this right. is principalities. <laughs> Trump came in like a wrecking ball, whether you liked him or not, and. I like my dad loves him. I'm I'm not the biggest component of him, but I, I I do agree with a lot of the policies. You you duct tape the man's mouth. He's probably one of the greatest policy foreign policy presidents we've had in my lifetime. That's 35 years, right? Um, he 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 was amazing on that front. But spiritually, he brought he brought spirit filled leaders back into our White House where they were having worship on a daily basis in our White House. You don't think that shook up things spiritually? That wasn't breaking 
spiritual strongholds or uh, principalities Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we're not just seeing results remember things happen spiritually before they happen naturally, naturally. Mm -hmm. so if we're not seeing the results what are you not doing in your prayer rooms to see what's going on Absolutely. so i it's it's <clears throat> on the forefront naturally with the electoral college like i said don't listen to the dates every time twitter updates and says oh president-elect biden has official electoral votes. He has nothing official. Nothing's official until January 20, uh, 12 o'clock p.m., right? When they, they inaugurate the next president. Absolutely. Until then, President Trump is still President Trump. Has our country gone kahoot? Did, did nuclear bombs go off? No. Nothing the, the, the media has pushed on you about what was going to happen because he's here. Um, I, I don't know about you, but... Um, uh, have we heard about ISIS in the last four years? No. Have we had a major terrorist attack from foreign entities on in our land? No. Have have we had built relations and peace in the Middle East? Yes. Is North Korea being crazy with us? No. So there's a lot of things that yes. we were meant to see and we haven't seen. And, and again, but it's because whether... You like it or like it or not, this man is anointed and it's a, he is appointed for such a time as this. Yes. And our policies and procedures of what God established 1776, 1787 is, is, is holding true because it's truth. Because right. it, it was inspired by men who were God-fearing, faithful men. And so we just need to trust the process. You need to keep your ears to the word of God, you need to keep your That's ears right. and your eyes in the word. Don't don't look to the left or the right because it gets worse before it gets better. Right. And, and and then if you don't know, guys, you can Google Constitution and and read the Constitution for yourself. It's not a long document, right? It's it was 150 <laughs> words up until maybe 100 years ago. Um, when we were making amendments to the Constitution, read the articles for yourself. Yeah. But but stay stay plugged into to to the Word is the biggest thing. Don't get yourself all flipped out on whatever Twitter is saying today, um, or what CNN, MSNBC, even Fox is yeah. saying. Fox. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but just trust. Be on your knees in prayer, and and, and plug in and know that. Um, God is not um, a God that he should lie, right? He puts himself and he in, in the box and he stands himself and he right. has always proven himself um, to be true and that's something that's unchanging mm -hmm. and so for those of you who, who waver just a little bit in this or you, you don't see you don't see the, the light at the end of the mm -hmm. tunnel um I, I I can't see all of God's mouthpieces getting something wrong. Right, right. You I, know, I really don't. Yeah. So. You know, and again, it's a perfect time for, hey, be anxious for nothing, nothing, but in all things, okay, with prayer and supplication. This is time where we pray and supplicate. Mm -hmm. This is the time. And Roscoe, amen. Hey, Roscoe, we got to do a Facebook Live together, you know, and, and, and push, push some yeah. stuff. I, from the day I met you in, in San Antonio, it was a beautiful it was a beautiful relationship. I'd love to reconnect with you. But listen, this is what I want to say. You know, it's, it's time to pray. But it's time to, again, know your stuff. January 20th, the inauguration. Look at these days. Look at 
look up there's there's so much going on and I did again I was influenced because of the policies that the that President Trump had okay for our they were Christian they aligned with Christian pro-life I mean he spoke at the pro-life of March for life every other president the only president that ever did who does it he put his money where his mouth is he never took a salary he, I mean he flew in on his own jet telling you that he don't need your tax money I mean, there's so many things that were there that separate him from everybody else that kind of puts you at ease, that he don't need what you have. He's not going to molest you, okay? You can trust him, okay? And, and he's proven to be true. And so when I start looking at all these things um, uh, and start looking at the Constitution, it's kind of like looking at a, a promise in the Bible that I know God is true, but now let me find some scriptures that prove that. Let me find let me find the nature of God alive in his word. Okay? Let me find that in his word. And then I can stabilize my emotions. So go to the Constitution. Constitution says you got to the 20th. And if there's any questions which are going on right now, okay, um, with all, with fraudulent voting in any in any state, if there's questions, Guess what? They won't. They won't certify. They cannot certify under those conditions. It's in the Constitution. It's in one. It's so in one of the It's yeah, in. Yeah. As long as there's litigation, um, and every time they deny and they appeal, it's just it's a fast track to SCOTUS. So, and SCOTUS is the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court. If you don't, I I talk government terms all the time. Sorry, but SCOTUS. So I mean, uh, one defeat is actually two steps forward in the process. Now, now think about this. Okay, two years ago when church issues came up with uh, with Ginsburg okay which was the gatekeeper of the of the of the, um, of the liberal left in the Supreme Court the church lost and was thrown down on every issue that came up to the Supreme Court you want to talk about all the crazy laws that were passed okay in our nation it was all from them now we have conservative, judges on there, allegedly, okay, Amy Coleman Barrett, we just want a major one, a major one here in California, where our home church, H-Rock, won the case that the church cannot be silenced or uh, limited to how many members it can have in their church inside. service, we inside. can, inside, we can worship, that came from the Supreme Court, which is the law, which is the court of the land, okay, so again, relax, be anxious for nothing, but with everything, be in prayer, okay? Let your request be made known unto God, okay? We did our thing. Now watch God, the great exposer, because God says, I am light, and in me there's no darkness. As he shines his light, his glorious light upon all these issues, let justice prevail, because it is the foundation of his throne, and it's the foundation of this great nation we call the United States of America. So God bless you guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Any closing words before we go? No. Just be in faith. Stay prayer. Stay connected. Um, all you prayer warriors out there, it's it's the travailing hours. So make sure you're plugging in. You're feeling that way. A lot of a lot of people feel like they're in despair, and it's in our greatest despair when we're on our knees that we see the greatest victory. Amen. So God bless you. We love you. And and don't forget, tune in to my podcast. You catch me on my podcast. Don't listen to the podcast. 
I've been podcasting uh, now. Uh, I'm not doing so many Facebook lives because of the censoring that comes on. Okay, so go to my uh, podcast. You catch me on Anchor. Uh, you catch me on Spotify. You catch me on all of them. Where I talk about all these major issues, both spiritual, psychological, theological, and all things cultural that we speak on. And so, God bless you. We love you. And know Jesus is Lord all the time. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.